Welcome to Outlaw Wrestling Podcast in 2024 with the Outlaw Michael Tomsick and Well, we'd like to welcome to 2024 with Outlaw Wrestling Podcast and the Outlaw Michael Tomsick and the Whispering Eagle. And uh, a lot of stuff to talk about was a uh, interesting uh, day one. If I want to kick the starting things right off, it was uh, the WWE kind of pulled the wool over our eyes just a little bit. And the end of the show, I hope all of you guys have watched Raw last night because it was really interesting towards the end uh they had promoted bringing an ex wwe superstar out and i i think the wwe did this for a couple reasons so who walks out the door but jinder mahal and when jinder mahal walks out the door i mean the wwe fans in san diego were just stunned i think the fans that we're watching on TV, whoever's watching Monday Night Raw on TV, or if you watched it today on Hulu or something like that, you gotta admit, you're pretty stunned. You're you're disappointed. You know that you're disappointed. Uh, Whispering Eagle, I don't know about you, but I, I felt disappointed that, at that moment. Did you? Yeah, I was disappointed at that moment because I don't like Jinder Mahal. I don't think that they should make uh, somebody who's gonna cut down our country uh, you know, uh, a new regular coming in or whatever, you know. <clears throat> but, um, the, uh, the guy who came out to stop him, you know, that was, that was, it wasn't a much of a surprise, but it was, it was a surprise at the same time. So, you know, um, well, uh, it, it was kind of a bit of a shocker because, you know, a lot of us, a lot of WWE fans, and this is the rumor's been going around about the Dwayne the Rock Johnson for a long time now. Now last year, they wanted uh, the WWE was promoting or, or really the rumors and speculation was that the Dwayne the Rock Johnson would come face Roman Reigns last year at WrestleMania, and that didn't happen. And Roman ended up facing Cody. Cody ended up losing, and then we went on this long spree of the bloodline and the head of the table so i want to go directly to um the rock's comments last night towards the end of the show so what he said was he was in san diego and he wanted to go get something to eat he asked if he should sit at a table if he should sit off at the uh, or in a booth i think is was the first one bar, at the bar at the bar or if he should sit at the head of the table so the indication right there was that he is interested in challenging for at least the head of the table uh, against Roman Reigns now in the Samoan culture you know whoever is head of the table just is basically running the family you know is, is running you know they consider that they're, they're head of the tail. That's why they wear like the red beads and uh, not really red beads, but the red, uh, I forgot what you call it, coral. Yeah, well, it's kind of like a, uh, 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 what is those, a uh, lace, you know, a lay is kind of like what it is. Uh, yeah, I've I seen a couple of, uh, of 
uh, posts where uh, Roman Reigns and him are supposed to meet uh, in February at, uh, 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 what's that? Uh, Elimination uh, Chamber. Yeah, Elimination Chamber, yeah. Well, that's part of my, my notes that I actually wrote down, so I'm glad you brought that up, Whispering Eagles. So it is actually the Elimination Chamber is happening on Saturday, February 24th, 2024. It is being uh, held in Australia. I think I had alluded to this fact in our last podcast in 2023 that Australia uh, had been clamoring to offer The Rock extra money to show up at the Elimination Chamber in February. So a lot of speculation uh, you know, and rumors that I want to talk about and other and other news that I kind of want to talk about with Roman Reigns. So I heard today, I don't know if this is true or not, but someone else that is a fan that talks to me and stuff like that, um, and this comes from no reliable source, so don't take it with a grain of salt, uh, but um, that person was telling me that uh, there were underlying or hidden reports that the reason that Roman has not been wrestling that much anymore is because he uh, the leukemia had returned and that uh, he was in the, the the area of trying to fight the leukemia that he had gotten into remission from before now I don't know if any of that's true or not and I really hope for Roman Reigns that the leukemia did not come back. I would not wish that on anybody. Um, you know, so if that is a true story, you know, but here's my thing. If that is a true story and that was a fact, I don't know why the WWE just wouldn't come out and say that because I think the fans would be a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, sympathetic. Yeah, I guess would be the word and they would be a little bit more understanding why Roman Reigns is not out there wrestling all the time why he's not out there defending the title now like I said I don't know if any of this is true um, I guess the only person we could really ask um, and I don't even know if he would honestly answer it would be Roman Reigns so my first project of 2024 which I know probably will never happen uh, but my first Outlaw call-out in 2024 is going to be for Roman Reigns to come on our podcast and talk about... I, I don't even care if we talk about the bloodline and stuff like that. I want to get to the bottom. Is the leukemia story true? Is, is he got leukemia again? Has it restarted? Uh, is he trying to fight off the leukemia again? And is that uh, one of the reasons that we've been he not seeing him on TV and stuff? I don't really so much care about the storylines and stuff like that. Or the wrestling part of it. I mean, I do care about that. But I'd really like to talk to him about that part of his career. Even if we just, even in the first part of his career, where he wasn't the uh, bloodline or anything like that, where he had the title before, and he actually came out and said he had the leukemia and stuff and gave up his title. I mean, I, I would just like to talk to him about that part of his life. Um, it's, you know, it's, I think that for a lot of fans... Uh, would be very interesting but uh, Whispering Eagle one thing that I'm going to say is I've said this in an, a prior po podcast too so there's two rumors that I heard about Roman Reigns so here's here's the two rumors and here's here's 
the thought about ending Roman Reigns' as, uh, reign as the, the, I guess, universal title holder or SmackDown heavyweight champion or whatever you want to, undisputed champion, whatever you want to call it now. Um, it's uh, the first rumor was that uh, they would go to uh, WrestleMania and he would lose his title at WrestleMania. And then the rumor was is that after WrestleMania, he was going to take a long hiatus from the wrestling world, which if he were uh, back and if he did have leukemia, was back and was uh, fighting again, that would actually make sense for him to leave the WWE for a while again. Um, the second part of that rumor I heard... Are, and and I don't know again how much of this is true or false. The other part of the big rumor that I heard is that WWE had intended on Roman Reigns hanging on to the title until September of 2024, uh, where he would beat Hulk Hogan's record of like 1,424 days or something like that. So, what's your thoughts going forward, uh, Whispering Eagle? What are you hearing on your side as far as rumors and speculations on this? And what's your thoughts about The Rock and uh, Roman Reigns possibly meeting at the Elimination Chamber in February of uh, 2024? I guess it's okay. Uh, uh, as for the leukemia, I just looked it up and all I'm getting is uh, old stories from back whenever he was... Uh, uh, whenever he, he had it the first time and went into remission, so uh, I don't I don't see anything I, unless they're keeping it very quiet. I don't know, you know. But anyway, uh, I I think him and The Rock uh, that would make a pretty good match. Uh, the Rock needs to buff up a little bit more because he has lost a lot of muscle mass and uh, he needs to uh, build build itself back up and everything but uh, I think it I think it, it'll help to help the sport a lot or help WWE a lot to have the fan favorite back you know so uh, you know we'll just have to see see how it goes I heard that The Rock was maybe going to come back uh, uh, almost 100% uh, to the show so uh, I don't know. You know, we have to see about that too. That's another rumor I've I've heard. Well, here's the here's the problem that I have as a WWE fan, and I I I don't I think the Rock and Roman Reigns match would be a really good match, and it's not I I would love to see the match personally, but I'm thinking okay in my mind as the outlaw mind I'm thinking okay if we if we go down this road and let's put the Rock and Roman Reigns. Uh, together at the Elimination Chamber in February. So let's take a step forward a little bit. We have the Royal Rumble coming up on January 27th. So as of right now, this Friday Night Smackdown, there's a three-way uh, a triple threat match with Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight on Friday Night Smackdown this Friday. They're calling Revolution. And then, I don't know, uh, maybe you guys could catch or post what the special announcement from Triple H is going to be on Thursday um, on Peacock. But here's my thing. 
Okay, so one of those guys, L.A. Knight, Randy Orton, or AJ Styles is going to face Roman Reigns at Royal Rumble. So let's just let's go in a box of hats here and say Roman Reigns retains his title at the Ro Royal Rumble. So obviously the next pay-per-view after that is going to be the Elimination Chamber in February on February 24th. So now if they put the Rock and Roman Reigns at the Elimination Chamber in a title match. Let's take the A and B part of this and say, let's say The Rock wins the title at Elimination Chamber, becomes the new head of the table, new head of the bloodline. Is The Rock going to be in the WWE full-time or is he just going to be, are we going to get the same part-time thing from The Rock as that we're getting from Roman Reigns? We just have to see because we can never know with the WWE, you know. So, well, here's here's another here's another thought on that though. They've, uh, you know, I, none of us have forgotten about the storyline with Cody Rhodes. After all, he met with uh, Roman Reigns last year at WrestleMania, so presumably everybody's thinking for Cody to finish the story that he would have to meet Roman Reigns again and beat Roman Reigns. So here we go down another, here's another question I have for you WWE conspiracy theories, theorists out there like me or uh, that likes to speculate and rumor and spread the gossip. Um, here's another thought. So if, if The Rock did beat Roman Reigns at Elimination Chamber, does that mean that we would be looking at The Rock and Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania? Depends on if it's the title. If if the Rock beats him for the title, I don't know. Uh, uh, if it's for the title, yeah, more than likely. But if it's and it would allow Roman Reigns to keep his title in the WrestleMania. Instead of making a title match with The Rock and, and uh, Roman Reigns, they could just make it the winner gets to be the head of the table. And the title wouldn't be up for the be on the line from Roman Reigns. That way, if, if The Rock won the match, Roman could still be the champion going into WrestleMania. Yeah. And I wouldn't would want The Rock to win to win to have a title shot anyway, because uh, it's uh, it wouldn't be right, you know, because uh, The Rock uh, would be getting a title shot after being gone for a long time, you know, and that just and you know, uh, I always I always hated whenever I seen a, a new hire come in and then the bosses give them a supervisor's position. You know, I always hated that. That's why I always hated new hires. I never did like new hires. I've always hated them. And if The Rock was to get a world title shot uh, coming back, you know, after coming back after being gone for for 10 years, you know, except for uh, cameo appearances, that would not be right, you know, to the, uh, to the guys who, who do, uh, who have been there all this time. And, 
Well, and that's so, why in my crystal ball mind, I'm thinking this would be the perfect match elimination chamber. You don't put the title up, but you make it ahead of the tables match. Whoever wins gains control of head of the table. You know, that way you can have The Rock win. Uh, obviously, because you don't want The Rock to lose to Roman Reigns. Right. And you, you, Roman Reigns could still lose, but still have integrity and still be holding his title, but just not be the head of the table anymore. Right. You know, so I don't know after that how The Rock would, you know, if he was, like you said, going to return to the WWE on a full-time basis then the possibility that maybe he would be on the show. But another thing is, I guess The Rock's not branded to one brand or the other brand. And I don't even really know how much the brands mean anymore, if we're even doing branding anymore. Um, well, what's... Just because a wrestler goes from... Raw to SmackDown or SmackDown to Raw doesn't mean that they're not branded. I mean, they're still with the same company. They should be able to go anywhere they want, just just uh, that they're full-time on the other brand, you know? Uh, like, uh, hell, Dusty Rhodes, uh, he was wrestling in the UWF uh, one time, and... Uh, and uh, he called the, uh, the the Road Warriors who were wrestling in the NWA at the time, you know. And I was like, uh, they were wrestling. They they wrestled in the NWA. He goes, well, I, you know, he, he on TV. He said, uh, I uh, I called I called in a favor because uh, these guys were, you know, we, we wrestled years ago together and then stuff like that in the NWA. So you know, nobody's. Uh, you know, until until WWE started saying that uh, you know people can't uh, go to other other uh, uh, other entities, you know, wrestling entities like you know uh, wrestlers going from WWE to AEW and stuff like that, you know, uh, that's the way they did things, you know, so. I don't, I don't mind them uh, every now and then uh, going from uh, SmackDown to Raw, Raw, you know, from Raw to SmackDown. You know, it, it just makes that much, you know, people who, like say, you know, you're, uh, like when the wrestlers are showing up for SmackDown, right? And they show up, in, like say they show up here in Springfield for a SmackDown show. And then, uh, the SmackDown show, uh, you know, uh, people want to see a wrestler from the Raw, from Raw, you know, like, like back when the Undertaker was uh, was in, people wanted to see the Undertaker, so yeah, the Undertaker was on Raw. Well, it was the SmackDown house show. They brought the Undertaker in because you know uh, people wanted to see the Undertaker. The same with John Cena. It was a it was a uh, it was a SmackDown show. And people wanted to see John Cena, so they brought John Cena from uh, Raw, you know, to a SmackDown house show. So, you know, it, it's not it's not just uh, you know they're not just supposed to stay in one when uh, uh, promotion. They they can go back and forth from SmackDown or Raw, you know. Well, I'm right. done. 
Well, you know, there's another part of this too, and reported on this too. So there was, um, and and I had reported this on a prior podcast as well. So there was rumors and speculation going around Cody Rhodes as well uh, that uh, he has not signed a contract that was offered to him back in October, and the rumor was that Cody Rhodes has not been. Uh, saying that he was very happy with the WWE at this point or the, uh, the storyline going with Cody Rhodes and that he had not inked a new deal with the WWE and that's then last time he, he left last time because he wasn't happy with them they made him the star child or something like that uh, along with his brother you know uh, they were both makeup guys you know and he left because he didn't want to do that no more. He, he wanted to, he wanted to do what he wanted to do, and they wouldn't let him do it. You know, so uh, that's why he left. And now they're now they're doing the same thing again. I wouldn't blame him for leaving. I'd go back to AEW and try to make it better. You know. Well, and you know, we talked about this when Cody yeah, Rhodes. He wasn't, he wasn't very well liked by the fans in AEW either, though. Well, we, we had a big conversation about this. Remember, we even had some a little bit of arguments about it on the podcast. Not like arguments, arguments, but we had some conversation back and forth about it. I remember us talking about this when Cody Rhodes first came over, and you were pretty headstrong on the fact that he was going to get a title shot in his contract. But if his contract expired in October, he really didn't get that title shot if that was part of his contract. Now, yeah, but are we sure that it? That, that, are we sure that it would that it expired? I mean, it may not have expired. He may, uh, he, he may have a a, a longer. Uh, I mean, they ain't gonna sign him for just one year and then get rid of him, you know. So, uh, I you know I don't think that it would be that it would be uh, right for him to uh, leave after a year, you know. So. <laughs> so yeah, I just uh, uh, I don't know. I I I I think if he ain't happy, you know, go back to AEW and make AEW better than WWE. That's all I you know all I gotta say about it because uh, he wasn't happy the first time he left, and if he ain't happy now, why stay? You know. Well, you know, another thing about the WWE, another big rumor, uh, I want to talk about the men's tag team titles because they were unified a while back ago and they've, they've remained unified. And there's been a lot of discussion on the WWE about splitting up the, the tag team titles. Do you think we uh, see a split in the titles uh, for uh, the Royal Rumble? I don't know. the tag team champions now anyway I mean they, they, that's how that's how much people well, I pay attention to their to them and now anyway it's just it, it, the tag team titles being the way they are just don't really matter now you know uh, I'd much rather them have a Raw and Smackdown title than to have have them combined like they are now because it, it made it more made it more uh, Made it a lot better, you know, uh, for the brands, you know, 
Uh, who is the tag team? I forgot who the tag team uh, champion. Judgment Day right now, uh, Damian Priest and Finn Balor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they got to take on... Uh, uh, shoot, I forget who they take on at, at the at Royal Rumble for those titles. Uh, well, they haven't made that match yet. No. But I don't know. I just... Uh, I think... They need to they need to split them back up and uh, and have a tournament over in SmackDown for who who gets the titles over there you know or whatever. But uh, I just really I, I really don't pay attention. I, I, I guess I, I I don't pay attention a whole lot to the titles right now because they just they, they you know it just uh, I'm tired of seeing. Uh, and I, here in, uh, the undisputed champions or whatever you know yeah because they're not dis- they're not undisputed but they're 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 uh, they're not beaten but they're not they're not undisputed you know as far as I because there's people that dispute them that that they're champions you know and especially when they cheat you know there's another interesting story coming out about the WWE and this involves a former champion as well. And this story is getting pretty heated in the start of 2024. Uh, this story has to go with Bill Goldberg. I don't know if you've been following this story, uh, Whispering uh, Eagle or not, but uh, Bill Goldberg came out. Um, he's been real vocal about Vince McMahon lying to him about a retirement match. Uh, that when he faced uh, Roman Reigns in Saudi Arabia, it was to put Roman Reigns over. And... Uh, there's been some rumors about uh, Goldberg possibly appearing in the WWE, but according to my sources, there's no discussion with the WWE at this point in time uh, about a retirement match for Bill Goldberg. But then we have to talk about AEW and the possibility of Bill Goldberg uh, showing up in AEW, which he might do just to piss off Vince McMahon. Well, what I've heard is Triple H is thinking very seriously about bringing Goldberg in and having him defeat uh, 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 Seth Rollins uh, for the title. Uh, and uh, because uh, Bill Goldberg was uh, was given a, a you know a promise of. Uh, of uh, a retirement match after he put put over uh, um, Roman Reigns, and Vince McMahon never did uh, went back on his word, and so now they, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, the, the Triple H is one to, uh, you know, uh, make good on it now. So maybe I think even. Uh, uh, the, U- the owners of U- the, uh, UWF is even wanting to make it right or something like that. I'm not real sure. I I I I, I got my news from uh, from sources on uh, YouTube, so right. that's where I can get my stuff. Right. I might pull my sources from a lot of different and various sites, but these are some of the top stories that are coming out of the WWE right now. 
And I do have to say, I watched day one. Uh, we were on uh, the chat room, which I invite you guys to, or invite you guys to join our Facebook group on the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast. Uh, but it was it was a pretty good show. What did you think of uh, them allowing Nia Jax to beat Becky Lynch? And, and uh, Becky left that match pretty bloody. Well, that's that what happens when a little girl takes on a big girl, you know. Uh, uh, little girl ain't gonna be the big girl most of the time, you know, so uh, at least they did it right this time. I've seen them take uh, Ray, uh, you know, Ray Mysterio and let him beat, uh, 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 see what was his name, uh, Kevin Nash, you know, uh, back in WCW. And I've seen him, uh, I've seen him have little Ray beat uh, some big guys in the WWE also. You know, little guys just don't go around beating big guys, you know, and and it made it look more realistic uh, with Nia Jack beating uh, beating the smaller uh, uh, Becky Lynch, you know. So uh, it didn't bother me at all. Uh, I thought I thought it was uh, it was realistic looking, you know. But you know, people people don't like to see blood in W in, in wrestling matches, but. But that's what made wrestling look, look real, you know, whenever there was a little bit of blood every now and then, you know. Uh, so, Becky Lynch's bloody lip, that happens when you're in, in wrestling, you know. It could happen. That It could happen. So. Yeah, now, I thought one of my most impressive matches from day one, myself, I thought was um, Ivy Nile, I believe that's her name. Yeah. Um, wrestling Rhea Ripley, uh, that was a really good match as well. Even though Ivy ended up losing in the end. Yeah. So who do you think? Do you think Nia Jax is the uh, the next contender for uh, Rhea Ripley? Who? Do you think Nia Jax will be the next contender for Rhea Ripley? I would put them together. That would be a good match. That would be. That'd be... I don't know about a draw, but it'd be a good match, you know. Uh, that that young that that, that that muscular girl that she wrestled last night, that was but she was she did pretty good against her, which which they, you know you expect her to do because she she was built like a brick shit house, you know, and and so I, you know I was looking for her to beat uh, at least come close to beating Ripley, you know. Uh, Ripley's big, but she's only big bone, you know. In my eyes, she, she, uh, uh, she's not like Nia Jax, or you know, she's not ripped or anything like that. But, but uh, she's just smart about how she wrestles, you know. Right, and then like, uh, what did you think of the main match with Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre? And of course, I called this coming out that Damian Priest would try to cash in. Uh, he did unsuccessfully again. Uh, but I'm, glad, I'm glad he was unsuccessful because I think it would have been, you know, it would have been just, uh, I don't know. I think I think Drew McIntyre, he did a good job of stopping him. And I really like that, you know. But, uh, but uh, he, uh, but he, uh, but I think that match was a very good match. And uh, I wish that uh, they hadn't brought out the uh, uh, oh, wow. Judgment Day. 
The Judgment Day? No, the Judgment Day. I wish they'd never brought them out. Even though, you know, he has the right to do it, you know, he's got that uh, uh, money in the bank case, I still I wish they would have never, because they were a good match, you know, they were a good match. The match was really going well, but they ruined it by bringing uh, Judgment Day out. And that seems to be the case with a lot of matches uh, with Seth Rollins as of re- recently. So let me ask you this question. We got uh, Cody Rhodes and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura coming up this Monday Night Raw. What do you think of this storyline? Where do you think it goes? Hopefully it stops at, at Monday Night. I think it's stupid, uh, even though... Him and his father back in the day in NWA, uh, the great Kabuki was his nemesis. And, uh, and it's like every weekend, him and the great Kabuki was having a, having a fight at some, uh, some house show somewhere, you know. And, uh, the old, old, uh, I remember one time, Dusty Rhodes go, Mr. Kabuki! You can bring your new chucks out, brother, and we'll be fighting, and I'll take them away from you, and, and I'll hit you upside your head with them, brother, you know. And, and so this kind of reminds me of uh, Dusty Rhodes and the Great Kabuki, you know, because the Great Kabuki was one of the first ones to use the uh, the, uh, the mist, you know, the, the Japanese mist, you know, spraying it in their faces and stuff. So... Uh, it kind of reminds me of his dad, the great Kabuki. Well, did you know that his daughter uh, had her first match today or this really? weekend? The great Kabuki's daughter. Really? Yeah, I, I saw it on the internet somewhere. I think I posted it in the group. Was she, is she wrestling for Japan? Um, I don't remember where she was wrestling at, but I saw some pictures of her. I'd like to ask the, uh, the wrestling community and wrestling fans to say a prayer for uh, Killer Khan's family, uh, Mr. Khan, uh, Mr. Killer Khan had, uh, uh, was at his restaurant and uh, passed out and I guess never came back because he had a, a artery uh, rupture and uh, they weren't able to stop it and he died. Yeah, that was some sad news. Yeah. He, back in the day when I used to watch him, he, he wrestled in the WCCW against the Von Erichs. And uh, in one of his main main matches, and uh, uh, main nemesis was, and he even he even trained uh, Terry Bam Bam Gordy on the Oriental, on the, on the Oriental Spike. But the Oriental Spike was much like the Samoan Spike. Almost exactly like it, except... What him and Terry Gordy would do is they'd shove that spike right into your carotid artery and set there and hold the whole pressure in it and make it either pass out or in pain or just pass out, you know? And it's not like what, uh, uh, what's his name does with the Samoan spike. But, uh, him and Terry Bam Bam Gordy one time, uh, they were, they were, uh, commentating people, you know, they had the commentators and, they go, uh, here comes the referee. The referee comes out and gets on the mic and says, if you don't hurry now, if you don't let, let this match happen now, it ain't going to happen because they are tearing up the back, and they're tearing it up bad right now. 
So him and Terry Bam Bam Gordy come running out there to the ring and just beat the tar out of each other, using the Oriental spike on each other. And Terry Bam Bam Gordy, if you remember him, he was, I don't know if you, I don't know if you watched wrestling back then, but Terry was the biggest, uh, the biggest member of the, of the uh, fabulous Freebirds. And, uh, but yeah, I remember the uh, Killer Khan used to, uh, wrestle him all the time and uh, I don't I, I, I kind of remember him in the WWF when he used to wrestle Andre and uh, Hulk Hogan but uh, I forget what he went by then I'm, uh, 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 but he uh, but he sure was uh, was the side man he, he, he was he was, he was uh, listed from Mongolia is what, where he was listed from but he is actually from Japan Huh. But he, he was a uh, he was a big old tall guy too, and he uh, but yeah he was listed he was uh, uh, he was supposed to be from Mongolia. Oh, that's interesting. I appreciate the background there from uh, Whispering Eagle and a little bit of history for all of our fans there, which uh, Whispering Eagle has always been great at. Which uh, sometimes it's nice to have on the show just a little bit of history so we can remember kind of stuff that happened in the past back there. Well, Whispering Eagle, I would like to jump over to AEW, and I'm going to ask you a question. Is there trouble in paradise in the AEW? Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, this is what I mean. There's several things going on, so I want to let's talk about a, a few things that I know for a fact uh, that might be possible. So we got... Um, we've talked about this person multiple times, Sasha Banks or Mercedes Monet. Uh, rumored was that she was going to return to the WWE, uh, but now I am seeing more and more rumors and more speculation online about her possibly signing with the AEW. Well, that would be, I'd, I'd rather her do that than you know the WWE where she's not going to be. You know, she left one time and left the WWE one time because she wasn't she wasn't happy. So why wouldn't she go back? You know, uh, uh, and now they're saying her her tag team partners wanting to come back. You know, and uh, I just uh, I just the way I look at it is if you weren't if you weren't happy there the first time, why go back? You know, uh, that's why I, what, what I'd like to ask ask uh, uh, Cody Rhodes. You know, you weren't happy the first time. Why, why go back? You know, you had your, you were uh, executive vice president to, uh, to, uh, uh, to the AEW. Why would you do that and and go and uh, go to the WWE? I think I know why because in AEW, being that he was executive vice president. He didn't hold world titles, you know. He he just made it where he wasn't wasn't going to allow himself to, uh, to hold world titles and stuff like that. So. Yeah, but he really hasn't held any world titles in the WWE. He's had the tag team titles. That's been it. Well, yeah, but but I mean uh, the only thing that that's the only thing I can understand can think of, you know. Uh, the storyline has failed, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's failed because, uh, 
virtually quit right in the middle of it, you know. So um, I think I think that this I think that Cody ought to leave uh, after this match with uh, Yakamura and uh, go back to AEW and try to make AEW better than WC, WWE, you know. Uh, well, yeah, and you mentioned also you mentioned. Uh, for you guys that know, he was uh, talking about Sasha Banks and Naomi, uh, who's going by Trinity now, uh, who's been over in the TNA, who's been champion over there for a little. I don't think she's champion right now, uh, but it is a possibility that uh, I don't think TNA could possibly even pay Sasha Banks the kind of money that she would want to go to TNA. But I could see her and uh, Naomi go together and go over to AEW and maybe. Uh, AEW, if they were smart and had them do that, they could create uh, women's tag team titles over in the in the AEW and bring over Sasha Banks and Naomi over there and give them the, the tag team titles over in the AEW. I mean, because that would go... I mean, could you imagine the fans would just go ballistic over that? Well, yeah, yeah they would. Uh, it, would it would definitely make AEW you know, closer to number one, but... Uh... But what I what I think they ought to do is uh, 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 I don't know if they if they would like it in the AEW though you know because they're used to uh, sports entertainment you know and AEW women they're more tougher than I, I think they're more tougher than the ones in WWE you know. Uh, because they're more like old school style wrestling from back in the old school days, you know? And WWE is still that sports entertainment crap, you know? And I never really did, I, you know, I never really liked sports entertainment because um, Vince McMahon didn't want to have to, you know, uh, they, well, the insurance companies didn't like, uh, the word wrestling with their, uh, you know, with uh, uh, with the name. So that's why they call it uh, World Wrestling Entertainment, you know, instead of World Wrestling, you know, or Federation or whatever. Well, they, they quit doing Federation because uh, the uh, World Wildlife Federation was, uh, uh, you know, World Wildlife. Federation sued them and everything, but uh, but yeah, uh, uh, <clears throat> I don't know why they. Uh, I just don't know why they uh, why they would want to go back to the WWE, especially since they weren't weren't really happy there, you know. But it could be also that they, uh, you know, I, I don't know if they if they would be able to do. Uh, to hang with the girls in the, in the ADW because they're used to that sports entertainment style wrestling. Well, here's another person that uh, people are talking about, Andretti, whose contract is up with the uh, AEW, and I was actually kind of almost surprised he didn't show up last night on day one, uh, but there's been possibilities of him departuring AEW and going over to WWE. Do you see Andretti... Uh, Resigning with AEW, uh, we know Ric Flair is over there, which is his father-in-law. 
Um, but uh, we also know that Charlotte Flair has uh, re-signed with WWE. So yeah. I don't think there's a possibility of her father and her husband. Uh, are, are they back together now? Or I heard they, they uh, called it quits with each other. Oh, did they? I, I don't know. I haven't heard what their relationship status is. Not real sure, you know. But I have heard that they were uh, that they called it quits with each other. So if the, if that's the case, then Andretti might just stay over in AEW then and not want to come yeah. over to WWE. But there's a lot of a lot of rumors and speculation about him leaving the AEW and coming over to WWE at this point. So there's another story I wanted to talk to you about before we get too far into the thing. Uh, Britt Baker and her AEW return and the question marks behind that. Friend, uh, slash possibly husband, whatever, but uh, they uh, he returned uh, Saturday night at uh, World's End uh, as the devil. So, uh, uh, I, guess, I, I guess it's about almost time for her to come back now. I don't know, I there, haven't seen any promotion about her coming back yet. Yeah, there, there's like some uh, question marks about Britt Baker and her return to the AEW as well. Now I want. She's really kind of upset about it because, you know, her, her promotions ain't been exactly what they, what she's been wanting. You know, uh, uh, I I hope she don't quit, but I understand if she does because she's got her practice, you know, her her dental practice, and and uh, you know that's a that you know that's an uh, important thing that 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 she has there, you know. And I think that, that they ought to, uh, that if she's going to come back, they come back, you know, you know, but, uh, I think that, uh, oh, I just think that, uh, you know, it, that if she don't come back, it's going to be because of her practice or, uh, just, you know, maybe, you know, just tired of not getting the promotions that, that, that she wants, you know? No, it's very true about that. So there's another uh, interesting one here, and I, I want to talk to you about this too. So uh, Samoa Joe won the AEW Championship, and MJF uh, was taken off all promotions uh, due to injury and surgery. So uh, where do you see uh, the storyline with Samoa Joe going? It's kind of interesting that AEW and WWE both have Samoans as a... Uh, a big part of their company right at this point. They only have one Samoan in the AEW. That's Samoa Joe. <laughs> right, but I'm saying from the Samoan culture, you know, we have a lot of a. Uh... Yeah, but yeah. So but, uh, I, 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 Samoa Joe, he he deserves it, you know, because he's he's put in his dues and everything, and every time, every organization that he's worked with. He's put in a hundred percent, you know, and uh, I think he deserves that title. Uh, I just wish uh, wish MJF, you know, the best of luck with his surgeries and uh, you know healing process because I really like MJF. You know, he even though he was a great asshole, uh, he's he's also a really good. Uh, he, uh, face too, you know. So uh, 
Uh, I think that, uh, you know, uh, Samoa Joe, you know, he deserves it because he's put 100% in uh, in every, like I said, every organization that he's worked for, he's put 100% in. And, you know, WWE, they would never, unless it was in NXT, they would never allow him to have a world title in SmackDown or Raw, you know. So, uh, 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 that's just the way they are. You know, they, they have a special look that they want for their champions. You know, um, so, uh, you know, he, he deserves it. Uh, now, you know, I just want to see uh, Alan, Adam, Adam Cole uh, hurry up and heal up from his leg. You, you know, his, he, you know he got bad, he's got bad legs and everything like that. And uh, I think that uh, I hope he heals up pretty soon so he can... Uh, uh, so he could come back, you know, and uh, uh, start his career in AEW over again. Seems like every time he, every time he comes back, he has to leave again for another injury. You know what he did this time? He jumped off the stage. I mean, they had like a bridge from the stage to the ring, and he jumped off that bridge onto the floor below and uh, tweaked his knee. And that, that, I mean, he just came back from injury, and he jumped off that thing and re-injured his knee. Yeah, I've seen it happen. It, 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 he he even complete, but this is how dedicated he is to uh, to the wrestling world. He completed his uh, scene that he's supposed to do, and he left out of the ring and went backstage. That's 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 a, the type of the type of uh, performer he is, you know. So. Now, there is one story I kind of wanted to talk about the AEW, which is kind of interesting. So there's a, a girl that's named is Mariah May, and uh, she's she had her debut on Dynamite. Uh, actually, it will be tomorrow. Now, you may want to ask why uh, I'm talking about this so much towards the end of the show. Uh, she's going to face Queen Amita. Um, but I believe this is the young girl that is only 18. Oh, yeah? And it is going to be, uh, for the AEW Intercontinental title, or no, um, they're saying that, oh, Maria May versus Queen, not for Intercontinental title, title. Um, but, um, I believe that is the girl, if I'm not... I may not be correct, but I believe that is the young. I gotta look her up real fast. Sorry, I think that's yeah. the eighteen-year-old girl that they signed. Yeah, I I, I heard that there was a really young girl in wrestling. Uh, hell, the Rock's daughter even wrestles now. Uh, Let me look her. I'm sorry, guys. I should have had this up already. So, oh no, I guess it's not her because this young girl's 25. Oh. So I was thinking it was the wrong girl. Uh, she was the goddess of stardom champion, though. Oh. 
But anyway, if you guys want to watch AEW tonight, that's one reason. Um, I'm going to end the show on this, Whispering Eagle, and your thoughts on this. So why I say Trouble in Paradise in AEW, um, there's another rumor coming out, speculation that Chris Jericho is in some kind of hot water, and AEW may be in some hot water over possible harassment of charges. Know, some kind of sexual misconduct. Right. Yeah, with the female, yeah. So what's your what's your thoughts on that? I I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, Chris Jericho's got a wife and he's got kids and and you know they I think they live in Florida and here too and uh, I don't know you know uh, I don't I don't know the whole whole story so I'm not going to speculate on it um, and. Uh, I I did see I did hear I did hear about it on uh, YouTube, but uh, I just I, I just I don't I don't I don't know what to think because I I need to hear both sides of the story first before I make a decision. You know, I, I'm not like a lot of the uh, people that videotape the uh, you know uh, cops beating up somebody and they only get what the cops were doing, they didn't get what the person was doing beforehand, you know, so I don't know maybe what this girl did or if Chris Jericho even did it, I'm not going to say he did, I'm not going to say he didn't, but, you know, uh, uh, I just, I, I'm, you know, I don't know, it, you know, I don't, I have, uh, I just I just don't know what to say about it, really. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what to say about it. I I agree with you until there's proof in the pudding, uh, but it's it's just kind of a interesting because he's been such a, a predominant figure for AEW since he came over from WWE and he's really helped the company out. It's kind of hard. It's 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 kind of bad in a way, I guess, to see some mud slung at him. I also wanted to mention that Ric Flair has announced that he will be on the uh, AEW Collision on January 6th. You guys want to check that out. Uh, Ric Flair will be having an appearance on that show. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I mean by uh, Trouble in Paradise for uh, AEW. Yeah, uh, well, we just have to see what, what goes on. I mean, uh, I don't... Uh, I don't know why they would get uh, you know AEW in trouble because it was Chris Jericho that was supposed to have done it. So I don't know why they would get you know go after AEW, but you never know you know what's going to happen. But <clears throat> well, you guys, we have uh, managed to make it to the end of uh, another great show here on the Outlaw Wrestling Podcast with. The Whispering Eagle and the Outlaw Michael Tomsick. We hope that you are going to enjoy our podcast for the entire 2024 year. And we hope you guys keep coming back. I hope you guys join the, the fan club. I hope you guys join the chat room. I hope you guys start talking to Whispering Eagle and myself. Uh, this year I hope to get uh, some more guests on the show. Some, some maybe... Uh, some other entertainers and wrestlers. Uh, we'll be doing our call-outs. Uh, we're going to be talking to possible a couple of sponsors in the next couple weeks, so hopefully we'll have that wrapped up with the show. 
And anyway, uh, from the outlaw Michael Tomsick, just become an outlaw because you're wanted. Remember, folks, if you're members of our group in uh, Facebook, chime up, man. We're, me and Mike, we, we, we put those things on there for you to, uh, to read and respond to, you know. And it's getting kind of, uh, you know, tiresome that we do that and nobody says anything, you know. So, uh so chime up, say something, you know, about it, or, you know, uh, give us your opinion about it and stuff like that, you know. But uh, anyway, you all have a good one. We love you.